Section two of the National Geographic Magazine, Volume seven, June eighteen ninety six. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Betty B. Across the Gulf by Rail to Key West by Jefferson B. Brown collector of customs of the port of key west the traveller approaching key west from the gulf of mexico cannot but wonder that upward of twenty thousand people should have congregated on a spot so manifestly and completely isolated from the rest of the world after landing and seeing how little man has done for the improvement of the island or rather how nature has been marred by man's mistakes the visitor's wonder changes to absolute amazement that so large a city could have grown up without railroad or even wagon road connection with the state and country of which it politically forms a part unless however our visitor is an exceedingly superficial observer he will soon begin to realize that it is not so much a matter of surprise that the city has attained its present growth as that with the natural advantages it possesses its development has not been still greater he will learn that for fifty years key west has held its supremacy as the most populous city of the state and that it owes its prosperity not to any single industry but to the diversity of its sources of revenue the outgrowth mainly of its geographical location its fisheries its sponge industry its cigar manufactories its importance as a coaling station and port of call for the commerce of the gulf its superior advantages as a naval rendezvous and military station all have contributed to the upbuilding of key west on that broad foundation which is the secret of its continued prosperity the shipbuilder the sailor and the sponger the fisherman the wrecker and the stevedore the cigar-maker and the machinist, the truck-farmer and the fruit-grower, all find employment in Key West and the adjacent islands, and no man with a technical knowledge of any branch of industry, with the single important exception of railroading, ever has to abandon his trade and seek a livelihood in another. It is not too much to say that upon the completion of the Nicaragua Canal, key west will become the most important city in the south its harbor landlocked by reefs and keys in which can float the largest ships of the united states navy has four entrances the southwest passage has thirty-three feet of water on the bar the main ship channel thirty feet the southeast twenty-two feet and the northwest fourteen feet a vessel leaving the harbor of key west by the southwest passage would have to sail but ten miles before she could shape her course for her port of destination and through the main ship channel she would have only five miles to run before she was at sea ships putting into key west for stores or repairs need go out of their course but ten miles an advantage possessed by no other port in the united states the government is now engaged in deepening the northwest passage to twenty-one feet and when this is completed ships trading in the gulf will pass through the harbor of key west 
coming in at one of the main channels and passing out over the northwest bar thus saving seventy miles and avoiding the dangerous reefs around the tortugas islands that key west will within a short time be connected with the mainland by a railroad no one who has noted the trend of railroad building in florida can doubt the ultimate object of all railroad construction in this state is obviously to reach deep water at an extreme southern point and key west meets these requirements to the fullest degree the first survey of a railroad route to key west was made by civil engineer j c bailey for the international ocean telegraph company as long ago as eighteen sixty six general w f smith better known as baldy smith at that time president of the company obtained from the spanish government an exclusive landing for a cable on the coast of cuba for forty years the company had under consideration two plans for reaching key west with its telegraph system one contemplated a land line to punta raza florida and thence by cable to key west the other a continuous land line along the keys it was proposed to drive iron piles into the coral rock in the waters separating the keys and to socket them about ten feet above high-water mark with wooden poles and mr bailey was employed to make the survey while engaged in this work he surveyed the route for a railroad to key west and embodied in his report to the company his opinion of its feasibility and cheapness as compared with the popular idea of what such a road would cost when the western union telegraph company obtained control of the international ocean telegraph company this report came into its possession and it is still on file in its offices in new york the distance from key west to the point where a railroad would connect with the mainland is about one hundred twenty miles one hundred miles of which would be on the keys the construction of a railroad from key west to bahia honda an island thirty miles from the former point presents no difficult problems of engineering and would be comparatively inexpensive when cleared of a few inches of vegetable mold and loose stones the surface of the islands is as level and smooth as a ballroom floor from key west to bahia honda the railroad would traverse boca chica saddle bunch sugar loaf cujo summerland torch and big pine key between these islands short trestles ranging from one hundred yards to half a mile in length would be necessary but some of the passages could be filled with the loose rock which is found in immense quantities on all the keys thus obviating the necessity of trestling and making a solid road bed not more than seven feet of water has to be crossed until bahia honda channel is reached this channel lies between west summerland key and bahia honda and has an average depth of about twenty feet the distance across it being a little over a quarter of a mile here it would be necessary to have a drawbridge as the channel is used by the small vessels cruising along the coast the most difficult and expensive portion of the road would be from bahia honda to knight's key between these two islands the distance is about eight miles but dotted along the route are several small keys 
surrounded by shallow bars which extend a half mile or more on all sides molasses key lies directly on the route from bahia honda to knight's key between molasses key and knight's key the water is deep and bold and if the road was carried in a straight line throughout it would cross about half a mile of water varying from twenty feet to twenty-five feet in depth but by making a slight detour to the northward and trestling from molasses key to pigeon key and from pigeon key to knight's key deep water would be avoided between the former islands lies the moser channel named after lieutenant commander jeff f moser united states navy who located it during his coast survey work in this vicinity several years ago and four miles distant and to the westward of knight's key is the channel which bears its name over one or both of these channels there would be another drawbridge after reaching knight's key there would be very little trestling for a distance of thirty miles until the small keys to the eastward of grassy key were reached thence there would be two and one-half miles of trestling to conch key and the same extent to long key after traversing long key for four miles the train would run over a trestle three and one-half miles long the water varying from ten to twelve feet deep to lower matacumbe a fertile island four miles in length the next island is upper matacumbe to reach which would require a trestle two miles long and a drawbridge over one of the three channels separating these two keys the water between lower and upper matacumbe except in these channels is very shallow the banks at low tide being above the surface of the water the channels are exceedingly narrow but the depth of water in them ranges from twelve feet to fifteen feet upper matacumbe umbrella key plantation key and key largo are separated by very narrow channels not over one hundred yards in width the last named island the largest and most fertile of the entire chain is thirty miles long and connected on the north side with the mainland by a fortunate provision of nature there is situated about thirty miles from key west a large island known as big pine key which is covered with a fine growth of pine suitable for railroad ties all the islands over which the road would run are of coral formation the piles used in the trestling and bridging would be of iron which is easily driven into the soft coral rock the lighthouses along the florida reef are so constructed and standing on the edge of the gulf exposed to the wind and sea they have withstood the storms and cyclones of forty years over this road there would be no settling or washing of ties nor any sinking of trestles outside of the line of road and running parallel with it lies the florida reef forming a continuous breakwater from fowey rocks to key west and protecting the road from high seas even in the severest hurricanes the channels between the reef and the keys are not over twelve feet deep and the water in which the trestling would be built would be no rougher than that of any of our large rivers the keys are all below the frost line the most delicate fruits and vegetables that were luxuriantly growing upon them during the two freezes of last winter were not affected in the slightest degree and tomatoes 
pineapples eggplant and tropical fruits were supplied from these islands after the fruit and vegetables in all other sections of the state had been destroyed owing to lack of transportation facilities however only a few of the keys are under cultivation so the growth of the more delicate vegetables which must find a daily market is limited to the local demand with rapid transportation the florida keys would supply the country with fresh vegetables all winter key west is destined to become the newport of the south not since the exceptional year eighteen eighty six has the temperature risen above ninety two degrees fahrenheit or fallen below forty four degrees in fact the mean annual maximum of the last nine years has been only ninety point four degrees while the mean annual minimum has been fifty point five degrees in eighteen ninety one the minimum was fifty three degrees in eighteen ninety two fifty three degrees and in eighteen ninety three fifty two degrees soft breezes from the ocean blow continuously over the island the sun shines for three hundred sixty five days in the year and is never obscured for more than a few hours at a time except occasionally in the months of september and october when a west india cyclone is passing up the gulf there are no malaria breeding pools or streams and sooner or later the thousands of tourists who are restlessly seeking a milder and more equable winter climate than the mainland affords will find in key west their ideal health resort the products of the west indies and caribbean sea will be ferried across from cuba in five hours and taken by the railroad for distribution to all parts of the united states capital seeking investment will reap no handsomer return than from a dry dock at key west into which would come for repairs the trading vessels of the gulf which now have to go hundreds of miles out of their way to newport news and with the completion of the nicaragua canal key west would be a port of call for supplies and repairs for no small part of the shipping of the world a railroad to key west will assuredly be built while the fact that it has no exact counterpart among the great achievements of modern engineering may make it like all other great enterprises a subject for a time of incredulity and distrust it presents as has been shown no difficulties that are insurmountable it is however a magnificent enterprise and one the execution of which will call for the exercise of qualities of the very highest order who will be its cyrus w field the hopes of the people of key west are centered in henry m flagler whose financial genius and public spirit have opened up to the tourist and health seeker three hundred miles of the beautiful east coast of the state the building of a railroad to key west would be a fitting consummation of mr flagler's remarkable career and his name would be handed down to posterity linked to one of the grandest achievements of modern times end of section two